everyone. How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Thanks for being here for a while. I don't know. I hate myself. Um, okay. I am so excited about my guest this week. She drove up here all the way from Orange County, which can take like two hours in traffic. Did it take you that long? No, like an hour. Still a sizable amount of time. If you, if you time it right, you're all right. We didn't really go in traffic time. I mean, it's not like I live in West Virginia. It's not that bad. Wouldn't that be the worst? And I want to leave there. No, you don't. That place is beautiful. Yeah, but sometimes it's fun to get out. I like well, to get away from my children. I would like that, too. Glad you didn't bring them. Um, anyways, uh, so... <laughs> um, How depressing would that be if they showed up? I'd be like, oh, Hi. you guys can go in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm sure there's stuff in there you can play with. <laughs> Actually, I do have a stuffed I'm, animal. I'm the kind of person that I always get annoyed. Like, I want to be around people who don't have children because I want to talk about their life and live vicariously through that. Really? Because oh, I, I kind of want to talk kids. about what it's like to have kids so I can know what my future could be maybe like. Well, I mean, you know, but like, it, I would prefer to get away from kid talk and then I want to talk to somebody and, and I find that my single friends will say, okay, tell me everything. I want to know who you were with, what happened, give me all the details. So when you're with your, your, your mommy friends, is that all you guys talk about? We talk about uh, kid stuff a little bit. We... Actually, we just talk about, like, pop culture because it's just an escape. There's yeah. only, only so much you could talk about with your kids. Yeah. I mean, we are more than just mothers. Yeah, of course. I think that yeah. that's the misconception. And I'm more than just an alcoholic, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I want to be seen as more. Like, you don't have a child and yeah. then become, like, haggish, yeah. you know, no, you are lovely. You Quickly. should her, her her earrings are blinding me right now. They're beautiful, large oh, diamonds, and her blonde <laughs> hair. She's very pretty. Um I didn't really put makeup on for you. I'm sorry. And my hair's still wet. You also are a lot younger than me, and you're on a television show, so... What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you're, you're doing well. Well, I'm going to introduce her. Um, you guys might know her from her hilarious blog, Love and Knuckles, where she recaps all things reality TV. And you're also a contributed writer, contributing writer for Babbel? Yeah, I do. I say I do pop culture and parenting stuff because okay. I've written a book, um, you know, You're Pregnant Sweet. When, uh -huh. and then I contribute to a bunch of parenting sites. I contribute to the Today Show, Babbel.com, which is Disney-owned, wow. um, Scary Mommy, uh, Motherly, which is a subscription-based parenting um, website. That's amazing. It's kind of similar to Baby Center, which makes no sense to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I write for a bunch of shows. and or You're just a, like a, a full-fledged comedy writer. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, but she's also a comedian. And yeah. the last time we saw each other was when we sold out the Irvine Improv with Heather McDonald, yeah, which was, was so fun. fun. Yeah, Irvine Improv is one of my favorite clubs. It's so nice. And it's located in basically the Taj Mahal of malls. It's like <laughs> the biggest, fanciest mall you've ever seen. And everyone is so Orange County. It You'll is, know what it I mean. It's a weird place, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's very... It's just... Everything is, it's almost like being in Vegas, that place. It's like everything but classy. Yes. Everything's just like big yeah. and over the top. And yeah. I don't know. Not that LA is not, but it really isn't because LA has so many like bad neighborhoods and then nice neighborhoods. It's way different than Orange County. It is. Yeah, I'm from originally from the East Coast. So I'm still, even though I've been there in California for 13 years, I do look around at people like uh, in disbelief. Like I look at them like I would look at Cirque du Soleil performers. <laughs> like, and then you wore that. And then that happened. <laughs> I'm from like preppy places where yeah. like you're modest and you don't have to show your tits and 
Yeah. It's very different. It is, yeah. My boyfriend's from the East Coast where it's very preppy. And, I, yeah. and I'm not even, like, flashy at all, but there is a, there's a big difference between people, the way people dress on the West Coast For sure. and the East Coast. And I remember the first time he brought me to Martha's Vineyard just being like, oh, so what do I do? Nice I need to buy there. pearls? Do I, do I need yeah. more, like, sweater outfits? Uh, uh, and I, I, like, I didn't totally dress the part, but I did kind of dress down, and I kind of just remember feeling very... Like I looked like Charo compared to everyone else, because <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I don't. I dress classy, but I, I have like kind of like a boho style I or think like. You do I think you definitely have boho style? Thanks. Yeah. But I just felt like they were looking at me like, who is this girl? They were probably looking at you and admiring that. Okay, well maybe there's that. Although, the, but the other flip side that I think is strange is that I feel like from the East Coast that people do, like especially New York, mm-hmm. you want to be the person that's ahead of the trend. Yeah. Versus here where there's this panic to be part of the trend. So if you don't Ooh. look the same, you know, there's what especially a good in Orange point. County where you're very, the women are They're very... They're almost behind the trend in or, Orange County. Actually, women and men, it's like, do I have the right car? Do I have the right yeah. house? Do I have the right boat? Are we part of the right country club? And I just don't think so people stressful. from think that. And another difference um, is... I, maybe, maybe not. From the East Coast, at least from the Northeast would never talk about materialistic things, what they have. It, it's That's inc- very true. It's incredibly embarrassing. And yeah. then I live in Orange County where people will say, well, did we tell you that we just got a new boat? And I break out in hives. Did like, we tell you? Did they I randomly drop it in conversation? Know. You're yeah. like, no, I didn't ask, actually. I don't need to know what you have. It's like, it's crazy. Me, that's embarrassing. That's so crazy. when I watch Real Houses of Orange County, I'm surprised at Heather Dubrow, because she's from uh-huh, New yeah. York, that she's so... She um, talks about stuff like that a lot. Talks, talks yeah. so much about what she has because I keep thinking it in my mind, but she, she, it's just surprising. And she kind of has like an East Coast demeanor too, yeah. minus the fact that she talks about that stuff a lot. So that to me is the total mix of, of both of like an East Coast, West Coast person. Can we just talk about Vicky's kitchen, by the way? It's like the prettiest kitchen I've ever so seen. So beautiful. But the funny thing is, oh, so you can pretty. see that she staggered the renovation project because she showed off the kitchen in the first episode, and then uh-huh. she went upstairs to her bathroom, and it was like Home Depot. Oh, I wasn't like paying. I was lights. like, I was still thinking about the kitchen, so I was like not paying attention. But yeah, the, now I can. It was kind of a brownish worst, color. The worst kitchens were um, when they had that Real Housewives of Potomac. Which oh, I, I didn't. I haven't seen watched. that one. It was depressing. Really? Which is fine, like to have a normal kitchen, but yeah. I just. You think housewives that they're gonna be on television and have these incredible homes? Yeah. Well, don't they always throw like a like a young upcomer, up and comer in there? Like yeah, like true. Bethany in New York before she became really rich, she was like yeah. the struggling. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I think they always try to do that, but yeah, throwing a curveball. I don't know. Well, I want to hear about um, how how did you? Your history was not originally in comedy and writing. You were in L.A. Take me back to how all this started. So I'm from Philadelphia, and I went to college, Washington, D.C. I studied political science and thought I would work in Washington. I studied political science just because that's what all the athletes did, and that just meant you could do it fast and it was easy. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. uh, (laughs) But I went to school in D.C. because um, my sister had gone to Trinity as well, where I went to school, and my aunt You went to Trinity? Mm -hmm. That's where John went to uh, college, my boyfriend. No, no, he went to Trinity in another... Oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, he went to Trinity College. Did you go to Trinity? I went to Trinity College in D.C., but it's an all-women's school. Okay, nope, so not that he one. he probably wasn't there unless he was well, I, I, let's see. living in one of the rooms in a closet. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> but I went there because I thought I would work in, work in politics. Uh-huh. And so you go there, and the, one of the great things about going to school there is every semester you're able to intern. 
So you graduate cool. and you've worked on, everybody who is a poli-sci major works on an, a national campaign. So it was great. I thought I would work in Washington. I worked at the White House and a bunch of campaigns. And really? then I realized I don't want to work 80 hours a week on legislation that will never go through and feel like I never accomplished anything. Yeah. So um, I st went, started to work at a, at a PR firm that represented law firms. Okay. So I did legal PR for years. And I started my own firm, and I did that up until I had my fourth baby, which was last year. Oh, so, oh, you, oh you were doing legal PR here. You, you skipped that you moved here. I was like, yeah. wait, I thought oh, you moved so here before I, you had kids I, I had, and met your I husband. I worked for a firm at that time. They said you can move to L.A. or uh -huh. San Francisco because I was in D.C. And I said L.A. because I always harbored the secret dream of just being within the entertainment industry because uh -huh. I, I'm like an idiot savant for useless information about celebrities. So I moved here, and I was working at a PR firm that represented, um, it was like an entertainment law firm. Uh -huh. And I just loved to be around them. And I, you know, I could re recall the name of production companies. And really? Just weird stuff like that. So, but I kept doing legal PR, and I started my own firm. And some of my clients were entertainment lawyers. So I, my, I was, you know, I had my toe dipped in, in the water a little bit. Yeah. And then... Um, I guess it was like five years ago I started writing recaps of shows because I would kind of do a write-up and send an email to uh -huh. friends, and then it... Wait, where did you get married and have the kids in that time? Because um, maybe, maybe there's people that the want to hear how you can do it both. Well, it was around the time I had my first, so my oldest just turned seven. So I think, so I had her, and then my husband's best friend, Travis, who is Travis who started Uber, oh, said... He's poor. <laughs> he said, you know, um, this was just great advice. He said, you have to write about what you know. And mm -hmm. it may seem silly, but if you're passionate, whatever you write about, people will become as passionate about you. Yeah, I it'll believe that. It, it'll come through. Yeah, I totally believe that. So even though I was it's the same thing with comedy. Yeah, like you can't just like exactly. write whatever, you know, whatever you think is going to be the funniest in like yeah. in terms of what you want other people to like. You have to write what you know and what you're actually passionate about. Otherwise, people aren't going to buy it. It has to be authentic. Yeah. So I just kind of started writing, and I started doing recaps of shows. And then it just blossomed as I started having more kids. I, would, I just felt like I had a funny perspective on families and parenting. Uh -huh. And I started writing a lot about my own family. Um, so there are lots of posts about that, about meeting my dad, because I met my dad when I was 32. Wait, what? How'd that happen? Yeah. So my parents were separated when I was born. Uh -huh. And um, he just was out for the count, like just disappeared, didn't have any interest. So my sister found him because he had written a bunch of papers on ir Irish history. So she found him and called him and set up a time for us to meet him in Philadelphia. So I went back there and it was hilarious. Really? Because the, okay, he speaks with an Irish accent, but he's from Philadelphia. He tells people he, his name is So he was not Liam. born in Ireland? Oh, no. He's from uh, Wayne, Pennsylvania, and went to Great Valley High School. I saw his track and field picture, but he tells people he went to boarding school in Galway, and he speaks with an Irish accent. His name's Paul, but he goes by Liam. Why? Because he's crazy. Oh, my God. He's, like, created this whole new persona. He has written extensive materials on Irish history. So are, he, they, are they good papers? He's an excellent writer. 
I will say that. Well, that's where you get it from. And then he's really quirky because he's super Catholic. Uh huh. And he can, t- if you introduce yourself to him and told you told him your hometown, he can tell you what Catholic church is in your town. Like he knows every Catholic church in the country. Oh he's my god! Bizarre. Was he was he Liam with an Irish accent when your mom met him? No, he was Paul from Philadelphia. What the? I mean, he's. Absolutely not. He kind of sounds awesome. I enjoy crazy people. Yeah, he kind of like, sounds really awesome. I really love them. I'm kind of so into I it. I at him, and I just thought, this guy is such a nutbag. So then I l- let him meet my husband. Uh-huh. My husband's the nicest person in the world and really believes in people. We couldn't be more different. Yeah. Like, I just think most people are full of shit, and he yeah. believes in people. Aww. So my dad is telling him about how he was involved in this Irish documentary, and he puts the disc into the computer, and you hear Bono narrating it. And then you hear my father's voice come over. Because I'm not looking what? at the computer because I know he's full of shit. And you hear my father say how he was in this bell tower and he, it was bombed in Ireland during the peace process. And my husband said, you were in the tower when it was bombed. And he looked at him and winked and said, it's just Hollywood. It was a documentary. Like, it's... He, did he make the documentary? Did he insert his voice over an already made no, documentary? No, he participated in the documentary. They interviewed him in the documentary on Ireland, narrated Are you by kidding Bono. Me? He totally made the story up about being in this bell tower. He's, a, he's kind name, of a genius, though. With his fake name and his fake what? accent. I mean, he's cuckoo. And then... Well, what's his goal in doing that? He just really wants to be Irish he or he wants, wants to be, be famous? He I think, as like the expert on Irish history. Is he even full Irish? No. My, my, da- my, my grandfather was like, his, my great-great-grandparents came over from Ireland. But like, they've been in Philadelphia since like... What's the his ni- last name? 1900s. Lone, L-O-A-N-E. And then <laughs> his mother was English. So it's like crazy. This is and amazing. The other thing is, he does not look like me, in my opinion. He's uh-huh. very dark with brown hair and brown eyes like my sister. I am... We're like ebony and ivory. Yeah. I have the skin of someone who lives in Antarctica, and I'm very <laughs> blonde with blue eyes. So when we met him, I tried to get a DNA mm-hmm. uh, from the straw, but it, he kept like the c- cover on the straw, so I couldn't get the straw to get the DNA. Like, we don't look alike. He showed me all these family pictures. Well, my, he didn't truth have be any told, pictures my, of me. My dad is um, like black hair, really tan skin, and he's, he's the Irish one in the family. His last name's O'Brien. Yeah. So the black Irish, just like my dad. Yeah, so it's possible. But he, and he also didn't know my middle name. His girlfriend asked me what my middle name was, and before I could say Suzanne, which is my mother's name, he said Marie, and I had to interrupt him and say, that's actually not my middle name. Maybe you would have known that if you were at the hospital when I was born. And he looked at his girlfriend and said, well, I don't know, that's what her mom told me. I mean, he's crazy. So do you actually think it's not him? There is a part of me so that how, thinks no. But how did your so sister find him? And they say, sorry, but he's She yours. found him through the papers, but how, was she, how did she verify that was him? Especially if she, he was using a fake name. Because he's an unusual name. Um, he, he still writes under William P. Lone. Oh. But to people in town, he calls himself Liam. Like, he'll show up at the Irish Festival and say, hi, I'm Liam from County Gall. Did he just steal it from Liam Neeson? Maybe. I, no, <laughs> he, he may have watched... Oh, you know, too many of his movies. Oh my it's god, crazy! And what then you what tell person? My mom about it, and she's like, "Are you really surprised?" She's still very upset with him because he had an affair with a woman by the name of Flo Ann. Flo Ann. Flo Ann, like forty years ago. Is she a runner? I think she was a Czechoslovakian <laughs> hooker. I'm not even sure. Thinking of uh, 
blowjob, I guess, or whatever that was. So they hate each other. So, yeah, so I met him. and So she's just unfazed by this? Totally unfazed. She's like, well, why do you think I divorced him? He's the son of a bitch. And I'm so fascinated by fascinating. this. I want to see a photo of him. But I want to know all about... it's fascinating to me because I, they hate each other, but I find that they're so alike. I don't see why it didn't work out. Your mom is like him, too? Yeah, like, they're so similar. Like, they're both horrible people. <laughs> they both enjoy the same things. They both love like what? the same Catholic churches? movies, books. Like, I, can, I, w- I would think that they would get along so well, except for the fact that... That Flo Ann stepped in. Flo Ann. She ruined everything she, for them. Yeah. yeah, but then you would have had to grow up, like, having your dad around with, I mean, in having a fake name at your I mean, wedding, and you would have been embarrassed. And he gets frustrated with me because I will correct him and in front of people and shame him and say, you did not go to boarding school in Galway. I saw your track and field picture. And my husband is mortified. But I just think you cannot let people get away with nonsense. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why I love recapping. This is crazy. people are absurd. Yeah. And I like to tell the story of absurdity. Yeah. Well, that, you know, that's probably why you're yeah. good at it. Um, how much time did you spend with him? Oh, I went there for a weekend, two different times. And he always asked to come out and visit me, and I won't let him. You're like, mm, I don't know. He's, he's, like, never sent me a, like, a baby gift for any of the babies that were born. I mean, he's nuts. Does he, does he, but he's he never knew, did he? Yeah, I mean, because he'll call me every once in a while, and I'll give him an update. Like, well, since I spoke, la- spoke to you last, I have given birth to another child. Oh, so this was, so, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You said it was when you were 32. So it was like, um, it was like six years ago I met him. That's crazy. So yeah. you guys still keep in touch, though? Yeah, a little bit now and then. My sister does not speak to him at all, but I kind of enjoy the craziness. I feel like he, like, knows how, like he's so good at research and stuff apparently and he's able to put himself in documentaries he might just like come visit you one day <laughs> well he but he can't understand email okay and he doesn't own a cell phone well no he owns one but he can't text okay so there is like a chip missing where yeah. he's not really capable okay, he I've lives in an apartment by himself which probably looks like a bomb exploded inside you haven't been to but it ha- no oh god no and then he has a girlfriend who's pretty normal but he's very charming. Yeah. Well, he that's probably... Along, he can get along I believe everybody. that he is. He's, he charmed his way into a Bono documentary <laughs> with a fake name. he's super Catholic, and he is, he's, you know, he goes to church all the time. And I Does always he drink? think to myself, I'm sure, but, you know, I just don't try... I don't, I don't spend any time with him, so... Huh. But he spends all this time at a Catholic church, and I think, did you tell them that you abandoned your children? I mean, <laughs> does that come up in conversation? And what is it uses his name in there, too? Exactly, yeah. They think his name's Liam, and he's from Galway. That's not fair. He needs to tell them the truth. <laughs> it's crazy. That's in a church. Well, that's crazy. Well, wow, that's a great story. Yeah. He's not this crazy. is why you're a great writer, though. I've, I've been around crazy people my entire life. And then I had a step Is this why you became a comedian, because comedians are crazy? Well, I think it's the only way to cope. I think that everyone has had tragedy. It's the yeah. only way you can cope. Like, my mom remarried somebody when I was a kid, and he pretended he was a Korean war vet. He why is had your mom attracted to people well, that make hello. up stories? This is precisely what I'm saying. Maybe she's the problem, right? She marries this man named Joe. He goes on and on and on to anyone who will listen about how he was one of the first Navy SEALs, UDTs, underwater demolition team. Oh, my demolition God. Team. And then I'm... Jax used to also say he I was had, in the Navy. It's not that's true. That's what I'm saying. Yes. 
So then I met, I, I dated a guy who was in the military, and then he said, those stories don't add up. There wasn't that ship in that year. You know, I, he did research. And then it's, it's sort of like, I stopped dating that guy, so the story kind of, you know, fell to the wayside. But then when he died, my mom called me and said, so it turns out he never even served because I got his military records because she tried to get money from yeah. the government. And he didn't even make it past um, basic training because a physical and a mental form uh, found that he had a bad, like a bad hip or something and that he showed signs of schizophrenia. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay, well, that was, I, I was literally just going to ask you, what do you think this is a symptom of? But I guess that would be it. But do you think yeah. that there's... The, this is a thing in people, but they don't have to necessarily be schizophrenic. Is there something more mild, like just being a pathological liar? But why? But what's the point of I doing think it? I think a lot of people create their own narrative. So because they, they don't think their regular life is important Absolutely. enough? Absolutely. They, they like to live in a parallel universe. So they come up with their own narrative, and then they start to believe it. I mean, any television... That's why I love reality TV I mean, show, because every show you watch, every person has their own narrative, whether it's... Is yeah. true or not? Sometimes no, that's it's true. true. Most of the time, it's not. Yeah, I can self-talk myself into thinking things are different, or it's more like a soothing mechanism. So, like, let's say something bad happens or something disappointing, I can very quickly be like, "No, it doesn't matter. You're fantastic." Right. Like, but that's—I mean, I'm not like making up stories, but I don't. I, I think you can. I think you can talk yourself into whatever makes you feel better in the situation. Well, your way of coping is to make a joke about it. Yeah. To make light of it. Yeah. That's the way you cope. Yeah. And it's very effective, I believe. Is that what you do, too? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that everything, just about everything is funny in some way. I do, too. I was actually listening to Bill Burr on um, my friend uh, Danny Lobel's podcast, and he was saying that um, you know you're a comic if when someone tells you some sort of, like, somewhat tragic situation, but it's like there's, like, some humor to it, if you just straight up laugh with with your friend as opposed to like being like, wow, that's really terrible. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Like you go to the funny first. He's like, that's yeah. how you kind of know you're, you're meant to be a comic. Like I was driving past on Fairfax and I looked up and there are these, that there's the statue of the two officers and the person. Do you know, it's like around the block from here. Fairfax and what? Um, Fountain? There's a statue? Oh, my. I'm going to take a picture of it when I go right. home. But I was thinking as I was driving in how I have a friend, Gina, who once said, I find everything funny. Like, let's say there was a shooting right outside. I'd think oh to myself, well, that's going to be a lot of paperwork. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you just, like, you, it would, life would be so depressing if you really thought about it. You have to find human yeah. things. Yeah, that's true. Maybe not shootings, but I, I, mean, I, I get her point. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to talk about now. <laughs> I know, but it's like. On. I know so many people with sick spouses or, you know, yeah. you have to... Oh, my mom used to handle when my, my dad had uh, cancer my entire... Well, he still does, but he just doesn't die from it, thank God. Um, but uh, he just gets chemo twice a year. Anyways, but when I was a little kid, um, he had it then too. And my mom, even in front of us, would joke... Uh, and just be like, listen, he's not dying. The only way he's dying is if I stab him to death. And we were like, oh, that's oh, good. No, that's the way that's I funny, though. Too, yeah. Because my stepfather was always sick, so my yeah. mom would tell people, even in the grocery store, we can't wait until he dies. We're going to have a pig roast. Do you want to come? <laughs> we're, we're, take, we're making up a song list because he was a horrible person. We're making up a song. Well, my dad was an angel. but oh, you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, my dad was a doll. But it was just more like she was just trying to be funny about it. To help you, like, get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was does like, he, does he still, he's still alive? 
Yeah, he just. But he has to get chemo twice a year. Yeah, it's just like he he has this very rare form of blood cancer that um, it's called Waldenstrom's disease, and it's most most men get it when they're in their sixties and seventies and end up you know. Is it hereditary? I don't think so. Let's hope not. Um, but it's it's a lot of men have it. But he got it when he was in his late thirties, oh and so he was so young when he got it that it didn't didn't kill him. They were just able to kind of catch it and keep him alive, but. He was originally, his symptoms were very similar to Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS. And so they originally told him he had that and he only had six months to live. And so he just started, you know, basically dying. But my mom, being the tough broad that she is, was just like, no, I don't believe it. I don't think that's what he has. I just don't feel it in my gut that that's what he has. So we went around, she went around to hospitals all around the country, went to the Mayo Clinic several times, just trying to get a different diagnosis. And eventually we actually found it back in Oregon um, his doctor, Dr. Petrunin, figured out that it was an extremely rare form of cancer wow. and that he wasn't going to die. But had she not done that, we would have just been like, all you right. You guys are from Oregon. Mm-hmm. So she traveled all around the country. But only to find it in Oregon, the, the right diagnosis, which is pretty crazy. And the Mayo Clinic is yeah. supposed to be the best in the country. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, yep. that just shows you you have to, A, have someone that's your health advocate, and B, just be relentless. Yeah. It's true. Because you got to think about everything. Everything's you know, a job at the end of the day. taught you that because you probably like that now. You're relentless. Oh, yeah. You're a hustler. I'm, I don't really like the word no. I mean, I'll take it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but it just goes to show that everything is a job at the end of the day. Like, you think, like, a doctor's supposed to heal me. Like, of course, yes, they are, and they, they do care. But they have bad days, too. So they go to work stressed. They go to work being like, yeah, I think that's what it is. I guess I'll just, you know, that seems the closest to the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You know, everything... Yeah, everything is just sort of, everyone has, like, doctors have faults, and they're not always right, and yeah. everything is and usually involves money, too. Is he okay now? Yeah, he's fine. I mean, he, yeah. he, yeah, he's just, yeah, he's fine. You would never be able to tell, but, yeah, he still gets chemo, just, but he's fine. It's a very strange disease. What is it called again? I'm going to look it up. Waldenstrom's. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, no, he's 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 fine. We just we yeah. went to stagecoach together and oh, listened to Doobie cool. Brothers oh, all night. That. Yeah, you told me that. It was yeah. so fun, so fun. Um, what show? Okay. So since you're the reality TV and pop culture expert, yeah. Nice segue. Cancer, pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, should we talk about the Bachelorette last night? Yes. So I did not. I mean, I already knew who won. So I did not see last night, but I know I have a lot of opinions on how it was leading up to, to yeah. that. Yeah. So you said it was uneventful in um, the sense of like... Yeah, it was pretty uneventful. I mean, we all knew that Jordan was going to get picked. How did you know? I just knew because someone else told me. Um, I, you could just tell. No, I, I start getting reading stuff early on. Like Reality Steve is always a great website for uh-huh. anything Bachelor related. I like that. Um, and I just, I'm like one of those people I just read absolutely everything. Yeah. Uh, so I knew pretty early on. I think it was even leaked that he was joining the show before it actually aired. He joined the show like right at the oh, last really? minute. I think he voiced his interest in being on the show and then they, they kind of let him on. Like, sl- like let him slip in. But apparently they had actually communicated before the, he, he was even on the show. Like maybe through text or email. Oh, so he, okay, so I so was. So when even he shows up at the bachelor mansion and she's like taken with him, there was already some sort of. They had already talked. Communication. She knew who he was. Oh, so maybe he does like her because I was getting the feeling that I don't think he likes her. Actually, I was getting yeah because I was getting the feeling that he doesn't like her. That I think he was he's just on the show totally just to be on the show. This is an opportunity 
so he used it from even from just reaching out to her on social media then. So he was yes. playing it right from there. Yeah. I think he played it really well. Scumbag. You know, this show has been on since 1975, so people are really, you know. 1975? No, but like quick to it. They kind of like figured the game out. Yeah. So I think he played the system really well. I'm surprised. Well, I'm. But do you think? But do you think she's she's swindled by, or do you think she gets it? No, I think she's a little bit swindled. I don't think that she's the brightest person in the world. Yeah. She does seem and a little now, simple. And now Jordan and Ben are so different. I mean, Ben is the... I didn't like him either. He has the personality of oatmeal. Yeah. And, and Jordan is this, like, metrosexual... He doesn't have much of a personality like, either. vain. They're just so different. Well, now I think Ben's vain, too. Yeah, they all are. I did not like Robbie either. His hair was bothering me the whole time. I'm not really sure he's into women. I might agree. Yeah. A lot of those men on that show wore capris several times and cropped ones and tight ones at that. Heather McDonald and I always argue about this. Do young men now just like to look like they're gay? Or are the guys auditioning for the show actually gay? Well, I think it is, okay, I think it is a style, but I also think many of them, them, yeah, can be. Well, yeah, I also think a gay guy would easily audition for the show just to get some... Just get on the show. Yeah, just get on the show. I think that the goal is never to be the winner, it's to be the runner-up. So you extend your fame opportunity. I could I see that, that, but JoJo, I can't see Robbie getting the, the Bachelor. He seems he so boring. But I think that JoJo was secretly pleased. And by the way, her brother was on a reality show before she was on. Oh, well, that says a lot. So she knew how to play the system. And okay. she's friends with Jake Pavelka, so, who was a former Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. So she understood the system. I think she was She happy. was probably she was secretly pleased. The runner-up, so she could become the bachelorette. Do you think Lauren B's is that the one he ended up marrying? Do you think she's secretly pissed? Yes. Yeah. I think I bet that she's was pissed. Her, actually that I think that was her goal too. And now she's with this guy. If you go That to would my, suck, especially if you didn't really want to be with him. So you can find this video I posted. Okay. It's on After the Rose with Ben and Lauren. Okay. She goes to kiss him and he turned his head away and he just looked at the audience. So like, he doesn't like her either? I think he's he all her? in it for the fame. Him too? I think he chose the girl I that was know. like... I don't know. I think he wants to be... Well, He didn't he really seem like he was in it for the fame. Team. He seemed too stupid. He's in it for the fame. We also met... They Stassi just, and I were... They have a television show now. Oh, they do? Lauren and Ben. Oh, I'm sure he that's going to be successful. Office, but apparently ABC told him, like, that's not cool. We won't pay for your wedding. He... To run for public office? Yeah, he wanted to run for um, Congress uh, in Colorado. I'm looking at this video. He is... He goes to kiss her, or she goes to kiss him with excitement on the stage, and he turns his head, and he kind of looks around at everybody. like. And he had made a comment right before to Chris Harrison about, well, I guess this, this is my last 15 minutes of fame. Like, I better soak <gasps> it in now. He said that? Yes. Oh, my God. I pay attention to every detail. Well, I, okay, so uh, Stassi and I were at the Grove, like... I don't know, whenever they were just going to film the ad after the rose ceremony thing. Oh, yeah. And we were sitting at the, that Italian restaurant, and this girl came up and was um, fanning out about Vanderpump Rules, and then we were talking to her for a little bit. She was like, well, I'm in, I'm in town because my best friend is Ben. We grew up together, and he wanted me there for the whatever, after the rose. He's, like, nervous about it or whatever. We were asking her so many questions, and she was making it seem like he's just this, like, normal, like, down-home oh, guy. Okay. Unless she's just, how do I find this video? Here, Scroll down, I can find it for you. Um, Guys, you got to follow her. Say your name on Instagram so they can follow you to K- watch it. K-C-C-A. K-A-T-E-C-A-S-E-Y-C-A. And I 
I often do parodies of celebrities, so I'll imitate my outfit with celebrity outfits like Kim Kardashian. Uh, and you wear an outfit similar to hers? I'll find the same exact outfit and I'll wear it, like making fun that. of it. Like, oh, this is typical mom. Oh, here it is. Oh, God, this is so great. Okay, I'm going to see this. <gasps> oh, my God, how sad. Oh, my God. I'm not making that up. He literally, like... He like swooped out of it. He did like an aggressive he head gesture to get out of the kiss. Her. It wasn't just like a quick head turn. It was, yeah. he fully dipped out of it. Oh man, I can't wait to show other people that. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is so sad. So yeah. They all just secretly all hate each a, other. So last week, I took my kids to the Bash Shore casting in Costa Mesa. Uh-huh. Because I thought, maybe I'm going to pretend I'm going to apply, but show up with my four kids just to see how far I could go. <laughs> then I got there and I'm like, oh, they got to eat snacks and I have to take care of them. That so would have been so I, funny I if you would have showed up with your kids. And I took a picture. So I was in line with them. And yeah. I, this was my observation. The girls that are um, uh, auditioning are uh -huh. very young. They're like 22 years old. Yeah. They all have a full face of makeup. So they don't even let their natural beauty yeah. come through. It's like caked on makeup. So they're either 22 or 23 or they're like 33 with hair extensions and like a jumpsuit with like fake, you know, like like implants. So Ugh. they look a lot older. So there's no one normal in between. Oh god. And That's they all so sad. and then I kept making jokes cuz I had the one baby and the the baby and the Bjorn and the other mm -hmm. kids walking behind me and said like, "Oh, you guys really think you want this?" And it was <laughs> as if they thought... You should have been filming this. I know. Well, I know that would have been hilarious. I did film a little bit of it. But I, I, I couldn't... You need to find another one. I'll come and film it for you. <laughs> that's hilarious. Saying, no, that's what we really want. I'm like, you're 23 years old. You should be drunk at a bar with your girlfriends. Like, oh, my... Well, that's what they're going to be doing on The Bachelor. You should not be auditioning for a show and, like, potentially get married to somebody. Oh, my God. I do think... So I knew um, Jade, who married Tanner, like, way before she did The okay, Bachelor. Yeah. And I think they seem genuinely happy. They, like, moved out of L.A. They Well, they met on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, but still. Maybe there's just somehow those two just... See, I don't know. They seem to. I, don't, I haven't really talked to her much since, but yeah, they seem to be. Who knows? For the most who, part, it has to be all who, set up and weird, though. Who does know? You know? <laughs> Stranger things have you, happened. You should know. You're, you said you know these things. I know. Well, I met my husband on Match.com. I was his first date. Yeah, but that's not The Bachelor. You were his first date. That's really cute. And then he married you. Yeah. That's like, that's what every girl dreams of. I know. I was basically John's first girlfriend, so I guess that's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, we know how to pick them. That's been like I, I will force you to love me for the rest of your how life. How many years have you been together? Four. Oh, that's not long. Yeah. Well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's but so I'm not, yeah. Anyways. That's so depressing to me. Why? So he's quite young. We're both young. How old are you? I'm not saying it on here. Oh, my God, it's so depressing. <laughs> Do you know I have a babysitter uh -huh. uh, at University of Michigan, and she asked me, Do you want to come to Parents Weekend, this, this coming Parents Weekend? Uh -huh. And I said, You're damn right, I'm coming. So I'm going by, going by, by myself, and I'm going to do the whole thing. I'm going to, like, What do you mean? What, what do you mean pong? by Parents Weekend? Oh, like, without the kids? Without the kids, just me. I'm going to Parents Weekend. That sounds awesome. Where is it at? It's at University of Michigan. Why is it there? That's where she goes to school. She's like helps me out in the summer. She's a junior. Oh, she's in a sorority. So she, she parents says so she wants you to come as her parent. Yes, that's why. Because she doesn't have any parents. Oh, she doesn't even have Liam. 
No. <laughs> I'm like her older sister slash momish figure. So you're going to go. I'm going and I'm going to do. You're too I'm young. I'm going to a fraternity party. I'm going to go to the sorority parties. I'm going to play beer pong. I'm going to go full 100 on it. <laughs> that's awesome. And all these I'm sick of you like, saying you're old, by the way, here? because everyone that's listening to this needs to look her up on social media. She looks about 28 maximum. No, and you are I'm, young. No, I'm 39. That's not old. It's not well, old it's at all. Like in bachelor land it is. Well, thank God. And I've had four children in the last seven years. Why are you so, so skinny? It is What's like, that secret? It is like um, I'm progressively aging. Not really. I, I feel like when you look at pictures of me pre-children and after, like I, I, I like rapidly aged. I don't believe it. Like the photographs on the wall are a depressing art gallery exhibit. Okay. So he, I've had this theory and tell me if I'm correct. So, so my mom always says to me that, uh, that like she's like drinking and stuff ages you and like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, of course it does. Uh, but I'm thinking, okay, am I going to age the same though as someone who was up all night with a screaming child? Because just because no. I was in a comedy club, I'm in a, no, my mom's saying I'm going to age worse. No, she's absolutely wrong. You, nothing ages you more than having a child. I want you to look at, think about every celebrity that just had a baby. They I feel like look, everyone looks really, you look incredible. They look, no, but if you compare what they look like before they had a baby and after, you will see that they age. Well, maybe like a couple months afterwards, but they eventually just like pick it right back up and they look no. normal. Oh, really, Blake Lively? No. She looks better pregnant she than I could ever look. Help. I you don't. don't think that Blake Lively is getting injections and. I think injections make people look older. Laser. When you're too young, they not make you look older. Not if you do it right. Mm, really? Most people overdo it. That's the problem. Maybe See, that's, that's true because I think no it makes them look like cool. they have like a mask. You gotta on. go in and you have to say something. You have to be very specific about your needs. I want to look somewhere between a polygamous wife who works on a field <laughs> and Nicole Kidman. Put me right in between. But most people go in and Nicole say Nicole Kidman actually looks good in real life. I want to look like you know this person, and that's why they go. I want to look like Kim Zolciak, and that's why me. you know they go. You have to be just you know a little bit. Yeah, but can't the doctor just say, like, that's not going to be good? Most people don't listen to doctors. I, I don't know. I think, with my I think, dermatologist all I'm the telling time. you, I think when people get, I think if you get filler too young, it looks I weird. It has well, nowhere to true. go, and it, it doesn't, your skin's not ready to be filled up. It's not sagging that's yet, true. so you're just looking puffy. I would say when you it makes you look older. when you're, like, 32. I don't think I'm going to get filler until I'm in my 50s. Wait until you have a baby. It's a whole new ballgame. game. <sighs> Every All person right. I know who's had a baby goes, holy shit, what happened to me? But, but afterwards you get sleep and then it changes, right? No. All right. Your, your entire body changes. So what you're saying is I can stay you're out late in comedy clubs still and it's not yeah, going to age me that I think much? you're fine. Perfect. I should have a glass of wine. I totally um, disagree with your mom on that one. Really? Yeah. Well, she doesn't necessarily say one is better or worse, but she always emphasizes how bad, you know, Staying up late and drinking is for you, which it is, yeah. of course. But you know what? I don't stay up late. Who am I kidding? I go to bed at like 10 p.m. most and of the time. So you could still do comedy even after having kids. There are plenty of comedians that have children. Oh, yeah. I, I plan yeah. to. But I, I, I'm just not ready for that yet. Yeah. I'm still living in a one-bedroom apartment. You should wait. Wait yeah. until, if, you know, there's no rush to have children. Yeah. I, mean, I don't Especially have, I haven't had the, like, the, like the, the need at all yet where I like see a baby. I, I like babies. Have, I think they're cool. have kids? Yeah. No, yes, I ha but they're... They mostly kind of just moved away, oh. or I just don't see them as much. Yeah, but they're still—I'm oh, so close with them. But your LA friends, nobody has kids. No, 
No, I don't and really. That's really going to put a, like a, a wrench in that Vanderpump rules if someone has a baby. I feel like someone could sue. I mean, that's not even a teaser. I'm just saying, I just feel like that, that could happen like on accident. Sheena can't come in to work a shift with a baby and a Bjorn. No. <laughs> you know? And, and Kristen <laughs> isn't going to be as I think if she's got to go back and take care of. I think Sheena will, pl- will plan when she has a baby, and I think she'll wait till the show is over, maybe. I can't see her doing it on the show. When is the show going to be over, though? I feel I like don't it, know. You, know, you could extend this for as long as you can. They only did The Hills for six seasons, but The Hills was scripted. The only thing is how much longer can you make it relatable that you, or not believable that everyone works within the restaurant? It's... Uh, I don't know. That's on them. I mean, Jax can't be 46 years old still, you know, slinging cocktails. That's a good point. But don't you also, can't you also see a a Jax character still at a bar, though, anywhere you go? Like, I see those people all run away. Jax character, but not Jax. Yeah. You're going to have to mix it up and get some new people. Yeah. Well, they just have to. By the way, I just saw Lala left the show. Yeah, I guess so. She left on her own. I don't know. That's what she says, at least. That's a dumb. dumb There's, There's a funny reason why. You'll, you'll, okay. Well, I well, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know her. But that's at least what people speculate. I have no idea though. I I don't really care, nor do I know her. Do you? Okay. So here's my question for you. Do you find, since your friends are all on the show, uh-huh. that you will meet people who are trying desperately to become friends with your group of friends to get on the show? Um. No. I no. I don't think no. I don't think so. I mean, I get. I, I'll, I'll see people come out of the woodwork. They'll just be like, wow, looks like you're having a good time. Like, would love to meet up at some point. I'm just like, really? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> what about um, when you go out? Or do people stop you guys and bother you? Or uh, Yeah. I, def- I feel um, like people have visceral Not. I mean, I, not, not, not me if I was just by myself, no. Um, maybe next season they would. Maybe. Um, I also drastically changed my hair color from the first two seasons I was on it to now. Yeah. I mean, I had, like, dark brown hair, and now I have blonde hair, um, which is, I think that has actually happened a lot where people don't realize, and then they realize that it's me when I'm with them. But, yeah. but no, I don't, people don't really care about me in that sense. Uh, I mean, they, I guess they do a little. But more people recognize me from Stassi's podcast than they do from the show. Oh, how funny. Like, they, they get more excited about that, if that makes yeah. sense. Because I wasn't, I mean, I'm not appear on the show all that much. I will a lot more this season. Um, but, but that was also, I mean... That was my choice not to work at the restaurant, and also I'm not in a relationship on the show and all that yeah. stuff. But anyways, yeah, when, you know, the Grove is a very specific place where when we go there, like, people, like, freak out over them. Even when we, like, me and Stassi, and we, all of us went to New York. Uh, me, Stassi, Kristen, Katie, Sheena. Am I missing anyone? Was no, that was it. You guys were on Watch What Happens? Yeah. That trip? Yeah. Um, we were just walking through Central Park and people would start freaking out. Like they really, they have a huge following. People yeah. like people really love that show. And actually, the only thing I, I mean, we just went to New Orleans for Katie's and Tom's bachelor bachelorette party, and I can't like talk about like what happened there because obviously it's gonna happen on the show. But I had never been to New Orleans before, so I had, uh, which means I've never been to Bourbon Street, which is really crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people on the balconies, not. I, you know what? It almost I've never been to Mardi Gras. I imagine Mardi Gras is insane because Bourbon Street just on a regular night seemed insane. <laughs> um, just people everywhere screaming and partying and people were just freaking out about them 
So take that, plus the fact that we had a huge camera crew following us. It was actually kind of scary. There was like half the people were excited to see us, and then half the people were like yelling, like, you're what's wrong with America, and like throwing beads at our head. Really? <laughs> I was like, oh what gosh. is this? <laughs> it was so surreal and weird. Who is the person people freak out most about? Stassi and Jax. And Jax. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm with Stassi the most, so I would yeah. say Stassi, um, but I would say Stassi and Jax. People really love Kristen, too. Uh, I'm just based on people I hang out with the most, but um, Kristen has Kristen has a, a big um, um, black following. Like <laughs> they love to come up and give her advice and be like, "I got you." Like I think, listen, they, I don't think you're crazy. And like they love like her. The scorned woman. I don't know. They they just love her. Um, I don't know. They all do. Like they all do in different in different ways. Katie, Katie, they all like have their little niche niche fans. Uh, I can. Whenever I think I Stassi gets the most because of her podcast, because I think people, like, young girls started listening to that, and so they had another thing to latch on to. That's true. And then she probably talks yeah. more about her life. Yeah, and then Katie's got this blog now that people listen to a lot, and yeah. Sheena, you know, has a lot of, like, um, lot, she just has a lot of followers for being pretty. <laughs> what is the deal with James? Every time I write a recap, I talk about how he has the body of a toddler. He has angel absolutely does. pasta arms, and he looks like he sits in a booster seat. He's Why he's miniature. Does anyone find him attractive? I have no idea because his girlfriend is gorgeous. I don't get it. Is that his fiance, by the way? I, I just read something that said he's it's his, he proposed to her, and I was like, I don't I, doubt that. With what a marble? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And does he still DJ at the restaurant? Uh. And why would you need he a like? DJ I, at I don't the know. Restaurant? He would get in trouble and then get fired and then come back. I have no idea. Well, it's a understood. sexy, unique restaurant, and then they Kate. Put out, that's why you need a DJ. And then they put out a CD of songs. The pump sessions. <laughs> Who buys CDs anymore? I don't know, but like, do, I don't do, want to buy merchandise when I. I just want to get a chicken. You just want to download. I don't need a DJ. <laughs> just want a dumpling and a goat cheese ball. I especially ball. don't want a DJ who's wearing a tank top and looks like a very low, like cut one down here on the it's side. Like this malnourished young boy. A that's what all kid. DJs look like, though. It's disturbing. And they're all like European. By the way, I made um, I made my own podcast intro like on GarageBand myself. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> no. And I kind of did it as a joke, but I've had people tweeting me that um, that it actually like <laughs> sounds better than DJ James Kennedy's music. Maybe this is a new career. Maybe. Hey, you know what? That's a good storyline. Why don't you have DJ Wars? You against James. <laughs> but I would just be doing it as a joke. But I also feel like how hard is DJing? I feel like well, you just get to get like headphones and, and an a computer. IPhone. No, yeah, well, basically, it's not like the old days where you're like you jimmy know what, jamming like a record back and yeah. forth. Do you know what GarageBand is on yes. iTunes or a Mac? Yeah, you basically I think anyone could do it if you just sat there long enough. Granted, you wouldn't you can't be like a genius like like a Calvin Harris or something. And well, actually yeah. Sheena's husband Shay is, is he's a very good producer. But I've, um, I've listened to some of the James songs, and I uh -huh. watched a music video, and I wanted to slam my head against the wall. <laughs> music videos. How hard could this be? I don't know. I, I shouldn't like say. I, I actually do think James has some musical talent, so I'm not. I'm not making fun of him. But it, listen, I musical talent. I can play the shit out of a recorder. That doesn't mean I'm going to make it into a profession. <laughs> We're being so mean. But the point is that you can you can literally go on and make electronic music. You you could spend a day and make an album, really, if you wanted. I guess so. It's I think that this could there could be a future for you in this on the show. Oh DJ Wars. <laughs> Just to piss him off. 
I wondered You're, if everyone's in on the joke except for him. Like, I wondered. I wondered if he like, saw because I also then posted a video of me with like I was trying to do a British accent, but it kind of just sounded like a weird hybrid European accent because okay. I was terrible at accents. And so I posted a bunch of videos of me like actually DJing with this accent. And I was wondering if he saw it, thought I was making fun of him. I truly wasn't. I was just. You could get in fights with a lot of the other characters. Like Ariana is always mad at you for the comedy too. Yeah. So who else could you go up? But I actually am a comedian. I'm not actually a DJ. I feel like there, there could be something there. Maybe. Now, are you friends with Ariana on the show? Uh, what do you mean on the show? Like, do you spend, a, I mean, you're close to Stassi and Kristen. Well, they're not friends with her. Oh, they're not. Oh, I yeah. see. Got it. You'll have to watch. Oh. I don't know. God, how annoying is that? What? Then you have to, like, hang around somebody you don't like? I'm not saying I don't like her. That would be hard. I'm me. saying she was certainly very mean to me last season. So stupid. And I was very surprised by it. Yeah. Uh, especially because she had never actually been mean to me to my face before. Just for some so reason, comedy like really pissed her off. You're so confused. Do you just, you know, let it ride? And well, I was the, when she first said it on the beach. I was so confused. I didn't even speak. I just make this ugly look on my face. I was genuinely just like, what? <laughs> it's, what is she saying? It was like it was. I was in the twilight zone. Yeah. And she was just saying words that. She, like, she's been doing comedy for ten years. All this ridiculous stuff that is also just not true. Like, yeah. like you took a couple class. I don't. You've been doing stand up for ten years because that's weird. Because never seen you at. I've right. Never seen you at any of the clubs anywhere in the country so far. Um, but anyways. And also, uh, I was just. I was so surprised. I didn't. Couldn't say anything afterwards. I thought about all these things I could say, but just never had the opportunity to. Yeah. And then I just kind of got over it. And then yeah. I was like, I oh, know. I just don't care. You move on. Uh, now I don't care at all. Why weren't you asked to be in Tom's music video? I I feel like you could have. I don't. Uh, you could have given a lot of. Probably because I thought I would steal the show, and uh, <laughs> with my dancing, and they did not want to deal with that because it's time to let other people shine. And does Faith work at the, at the restaurant anymore? I have no idea. I don't go in there. That's I don't right, work there. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, if you could be on any other reality show, what would it be? I don't want to be on any reality show. No, like the last comic standing. Would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I've actually never watched it though. Is that weird? No. I don't watch a lot of TV, and it's not to like. I think you would be like very good at that. You should try out for that. Maybe. Um, there was a show that was on Oxygen with a bunch of comedians I know called Funny Girls, and it was like a sort of a docu series about female comedians. It didn't go more than one season, but that would something like that would be yeah. cool. Um, I'd rather still just, I mean, be an actor and a comedian, and like an improviser and stuff. How often do you have to audition? All the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. What's the worst part of auditioning? Driving far away for it. Do you have to really drive that far? Well, usually when you get like away. a when you get a five p.m. audition in Santa Monica, oh, that's see. the worst traffic time. Yeah. That's a bit of a drag. Or an audition in Glendale. I mean, I don't care. I'll go anywhere for an audition, but it is kind of like, oh god. And do you run into the same people at different auditions? You see. The you same see the same people. people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not all the, but I, I definitely recognize a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, and would your friends from high school say they're not surprised that you ended up in L.A. and in the entertainment industry? Um, probably, yeah. I don't think they'd be surprised. I'm from a really small town. Um, were you always funny, even as a kid? Yeah, me and my friend Sabrina were. We were, because we, we, we were both fat kids, and so I talk about being a fat kid so much on my podcast. Is everyone sick of hearing this yet? Yeah, I'm sorry. But this is where 
comedy started yeah. for me. Because it, um, yeah, we, and we were just goofballs, and we just watched a lot of Chris Farley movies, and oh, and yeah. you know Sherry O'Terry and Will Ferrell on SNL, and I could quote everything that they did, and would just reenact it, and yeah. even for, we did a school project once that we didn't prepare for. And it was something on American Indians. And so instead of preparing, just like about, I don't know, 30 minutes before the class, we went and like painted our faces and took like leaves and sticks from outside of the, like by the playground. And we just like threw them on a desk and we improv this entire impromptu scene with it. It was ridiculous. What happened to her? Are you still friends? Yeah, she's still my, like my best friend. She just lives in, she lives in Oregon. She comes down to visit a lot though. She's hilarious. Yeah. But anyways. Do you have any gigs coming up you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, on Saturday, I'm going to be, uh, August 7th, I'm going to be at Coach House. I'm doing the... I've heard of that. Where is that? Funny, uh, Sam on Capistrano. Okay. Uh, it's the Funniest Housewives show. Um, Wait, what? What's this? It's a bunch of women comics. That sounds awesome. Uh, the producer is Cindy Burns. I feel like I have heard of this. Cindy Burns is... Well, she was really good friends with Joan Rivers. She, okay. So she does the show... In Orange County, it's like every three months at okay. the Coach House, and it's uh, Karen Rintowski, Taylor Tomlinson, and Stephanie Bloom, I think. Do you have to be a housewife? No, Taylor's okay. not. And yeah, they no, have like she's a young. tagline, yeah, uh, like the naughty housewife. I couldn't think of one, so I said the pale housewife. <laughs> You're not even pale. No, I am. Um, Do you have a spray tan then? Because you look very tan. This was from like two weeks ago. You're actually very. You know tan. why? Because I never go out in the sun. Oh. Because I always have to get, like, stuff taken off. And then um, I'm going to do Heather's show uh, at the Howard Theater in D.C. That's fun. In November because I'm from there. So oh, that'll, that'll be great. Be fun. And um, I'm trying to work on an Orange County show right now, too. Mm-hmm. Are you going to start producing one? I don't think so. I, that's just too hard for me with, too, with so many kids. It's a lot of work. I don't really yeah. do that either. I just want to show up. What I actually yeah. would really like to do is just, I love to MC things. Okay. That's you're a good my, MC. That's like my, yeah. my, my gig, I think. Yeah, you're a very good MC. I just did, like, the, <laughs> I, I did the Orange County Jewish Federation of Women, and I'm not even Jewish. Huh. My kids go to a Jewish preschool, which okay. is a whole other, whole other thing. thing. Um, but, I, yeah, I like to MC stuff. I'm really kind of just open to anything. Yeah. Anything? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I would like to do a podcast about reality TV shows. You need to something. do that. I know, yeah. You guys tweet me or email the email that I give out. It's uh, info at rachelobriancomedy.com. And tell us what you would want to hear Kate podcast about. Or tweet her. Yeah. What's your, is your Twitter so the my same? My Twitter's at Kate Casey. And my website's loveandknuckles.com. I've got a Facebook page, uh, backslash loveandknuckles. And my Instagram's at Kate Casey CA for California. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's adorable. It's stupid. As I did have love and knuckles before, but then I got paranoid. Where about is lo- like what does love and knuckles mean? What's the knuckles part? I went to boarding school, long story short, and uh, there was a girl who lived in my student home who had a really crazy father. He would uh-huh. show up in 70s outfits, and he would write letters to her and always sign them love and knuckles, and I thought it was hilarious. Because that is hilarious. He would do weird things like for Christmas, he gave them a new kids on the block poster, she and her sister, and forged all the names of all the singers on it and gave it to them as if they had 
signed it. Which, again, which sums up what I love about people is if they're crazy. I love crazy people. I love it. I don't really hang out. No, hey, no offense to my friends that listen to this. I don't hang out with normal people. I like yeah. misfits. And, like, that's why I love comedians. It's a group of <laughs> yeah. just misfits and weirdos. Yes. They're just, like, people that aren't, like, too cool. Like, yeah. they're just, dark. they have weird stories. Yeah, they're yeah. dark, but that yeah. makes them funny. I just don't like, I don't like, like, cool, happy people. I mean, I like people yeah. to be happy, obviously, but... I don't I like need I don't need a friend things. walking in a room just being like everything is so great. I went to yeah. yoga today and I don't, I don't know, trust huh. somebody who's super happy. Yeah, just like I don't trust people that don't drink unless you need to be sober. Yeah, uh, you're right. Unless you like re- legit have a problem, which very hey, be sober, please. But if you're just like no, I just never like the taste of it. Like no one likes yeah. the taste of it. Right. <laughs> like oh, yeah, it's just it's true. it's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's a great thing unless you're drinking wine or beer. No one actually fun. Is th- really enjoys bourbon. Yeah. Or vodka. Yeah. Who wants to just drink lighter fluid? Like, right. it's disgusting. <laughs> it's true. But it's, yeah. the effects of it are what's enjoyable. I agree. I agree. <laughs> well, maybe we should end on that because I like to end everything beginning and ending with an alcohol story. Um, Kate, this was so fun. Thank you. Can I be on your podcast when you have them? Yes. What, what would, that would be so sad if you just dissed me right now. And you were like, mm, oh, I'm already booked up. No. <laughs> this year and next year. What I would like to also do is interview husbands or boyfriends on my podcast because I feel like male that's perspective awesome. of reality that's a great idea. is even funnier. So many guys watch those shows, too. They we do. get so they many people. Yeah. It, but the ones that do admit to it are really Maybe that hilarious. should be your angle. Maybe, do yeah. a lot of, I mean, you can do a lot of girls, too, but it could, it could be the, the basis of it is men that watch those shows yeah. and you get all the info out of them. That's what yeah. it is. We trademarked it because we said it out loud. You guys can't <laughs> steal it now. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.